0: Hi guys, welcome back to Psyched Combos on psychology, relationships and personal growth. I'm Nicole and I'm Laura. And today we're going to be talking about how to really lead with your heart and not your head. So before we get started on the episode today, um, again just want to remind you guys that we have our one-on-one Sarah coaching available. So There is a three-month program that we have, and it's really for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to grow their business and they know that it's not the strategy that's holding them back anymore. It's not anything to do with how they're running their business. It's really having to do with the limiting beliefs that they have, the blocks that are coming up, overcoming that imposter syndrome, really to help them up-level themselves and reach a higher level version of themselves, reach that full potential so that they can grow their business and have more impact on their on the people that they're working with and have just more impact in general across their um, in in their space. And so if this fits you, if you are wanting to learn more about their coaching and how we can help you, uh, there is a link in the show notes to apply for that. So I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Otherwise, we'll go ahead and dive into the episode. So today, like we said, we are talking about more leading with your heart instead of your head. And, um, when you lead with your head, it's a lot of times it's without emotion. It's analytical, it's logical, but not only that, I feel like it's really just the, your, your thoughts are not necessarily true. They aren't necessarily leading you in the right direction. They just kind of, they're just like the limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves. They're all the negative things. Basically that's where your head kind of is. And that's where your thoughts are. So I think it's overall just a good idea. Obviously, I know that we have to have, bring logic into things sometimes when we make decisions. and But I think most things that we, we have to at least incorporate our heart and our emotions into things.
1: Yeah, I think our society honored typically the logical side. And, you know, we're, uh, we have our kind of direction that we're supposed to the typical direction of, you know, you go to school, you pick a career, you, uh, you know, finish your college, you, you know, follow that career, Uh, but it doesn't really allow for that kind of more connection to values. I think that tends to be missing, and um, so I, I think a lot of times then there's Unhappiness in our work because we're not really doing something that follows something close to our heart, and uh, we have to realize that not only it like you said it's important to have a logical um, approach. However, we also have to take into account the emotional side, the which is something where this is how we connect to our values. And, uh, and we connect to them because we can feel what really makes us feel alive, that emotional connection. And so we do have to honor that. And that's what um, feel fulfilled
0: in our life in general. Right. And when we put logic first, I think a lot of times we miss out on a lot of creativity and even productivity too. Like I know, I think a lot of people You know, when you're thinking about, okay, like we sit down and we look at our business plan or something like that, and like where can we cut hours and become more efficient and be more productive and all this stuff, that just is from like a numbers and sense standpoint and it doesn't tie into that people are people and we do things based off of emotion and we do things based off of connection and we are more productive and we are more efficient and we have more passion and we do things better when we're more connected to it and when we enjoy what we're doing. And so when you take that piece out and you simply look at like, well, if we pay this person to do this or we take this number of people and have them do this and then we can cut this amount of time down then it simply takes out all of that creativity and productivity, and it probably ends up overall hindering you and hurting you because you're not taking into account people and how they actually work. There's something, yes, absolutely. So there's something called
1: wise mind. Um, it's comes from uh, dialectical behavioral therapy, and it basically is talking about <clears throat> that. We have two parts to our mind, the, the rational, logical thinking part to our mind and then the emotional part and some people will tend to lean more uh, to making decisions all from their emotion and this kind of reactive side which you know that's something we're promoting however of course if you completely uh, do everything from this reactive side and just emotionally based sometimes that does leave us Maybe causes more problems than than making things better. the rational side, however, is where we completely and some people lean more to that completely eliminate uh considering any kind of emotion and uh, so we make all our decisions based on this rational logical step by step process however that's where a lot of times we don't feel like we're being fulfilled and we don't feel like we're really living a life worth living. And so the wise mind is really the overlap of the two. And um, so if you can envision two circles that are overlapping, that overlapping part you would put in the wise mind part. And so we really... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so we really do need to consider both. But again, like I said, I think our society tends to be more rational and logical. And so we are typically missing out on really honoring that emotional side. And so when we're talking about values, I think that's where you know we can really connect to uh, what gives us a feeling of passion in our life and uh, fulfillment in our life. And, uh, and then that's, so it, we need to incorporate that as well. And that can then truly, truly lead us down a path of living a life that, we, uh, that we're really desiring.
0: Yeah, and, and bringing it back to the, you know, how we mostly think rationally and logically. Again, even though we think it's the rational, logical side, I, most of the time our thoughts, like I said, they're not true. They're very negative. They feed us false beliefs. And so even though we think we're coming from this rational, logical standpoint, truthfully, it doesn't actually serve us or help us because those thoughts that we have, a lot of them are not facts. They are based in our beliefs about ourselves that were formed from old ways of being and thinking and doing And they don't actually serve us anymore. So even though we're thinking we're being rational and logical by using our thinking brains and using our logical brains, it's, again, not coming from a place that's actually based in fact and truth. And so I think connecting and adding in a lot of that, what you said with the values and just, again, thinking more with the emotional side and really connecting with that and feeling and it's like a gut, like, you know, feeling in your gut, feeling in your body, like what feels good and what feels right. And that can often give us an idea too and help us kind of mitigate and go around that rational, logical side.
1: Yes, yes. And also too, I think when there's a difference between making decisions based on fear versus based on what really has meaning for you. And I think we tend to go toward the logical when we're trying to prevent ourselves from feeling fear because anything that we do that's maybe creative and new it's scary because we haven't done it before and we don't know there's no uh we don't know the outcome we might have fears of being rejected uh or ridiculed or you know that will fail and um so we we probably we tend to go to more more the logical when we're, when it's fear-based too, uh, to kind of make sure that we have control, uh, but we really then eliminate that kind of deeper connection with what really makes sense for us. So when we're making decisions based on fear, that usually tends to lead us astray and away from what, what is truly meaningful to our heart. So, We have to look at that and then uh, decide when we're
0: making decisions, where is that coming from? So I know we talked now more a lot about why we kind of want to bring in our emotion, bring in our heart-centered side of things and not just use our logical thinking brain for this. Um, But we have six steps here for how to really shift into doing that and to shift out of only using your thinking brain and your thinking mind and making decisions from just the logical side. Um, The first thing is to connect to those values. So I know we talked already about values, but um, really we wanted to go more deeply into what are they and how to really find your own values. So um, the questions that you can ask yourself to really find your values are what makes your life really worth living? Why do you believe you are here? What helps you feel like you're living a rich and fulfilling life? And again, really consider what is important to you And when you go through this, something that might come up is you might start coming up with goals. um, And we wanted to make sure to distinguish between the difference between goals versus values. So a goal would be something like, I want to buy a really big, beautiful house. But the value behind that is I want to provide a safe and comfortable living space for my family and have that security. Um, And then another goal would be something like, I want to... um, Hit six figures in my business. But the value behind that is I want to, again, create a fulfilling life for myself and also be able to impact others in a better and more impactful way. So if you can see the difference between the two, every goal that you have has the value behind it. So even if you do write a goal down, try and dig a little deeper into why you have that goal. What's the purpose of having that goal? And that'll help you decide and figure out what your value actually is.
1: Yeah, and the, a goal is really just uh, it, there's an end to it. So once you reach that, it's like you're done. Uh, so if you eventually get the <laughs> the big house, you know you're you're done with that goal. But that doesn't mean you're done with providing a safe and warm environment for your family. That's an ongoing thing. So values are really just. Um, a guide, there's sort of a compass and a direction of how you want to live your life. And so it's something that you do that's ongoing. And so when it, so whenever you come up to different choices in your life, if you think about the value um, that you want to get out of that choice, you know, that can be your guide in terms of what you decide to do. And so that, uh, and then you because you have, you understand those values and you've satisfied those values because of the types of decisions you've made. That's what gives you that feeling of living a life worth living and feeling more fulfilled.
0: Exactly. And then the second thing that you can do to really start leading with your heart is understanding connection. So, everyone and everything in the universe, in our world, is connected. And so, your, what you do and what you think and how you act impacts those around you and impacts and it has a ripple effect basically. And so when you do things based from logic and when you do things disregarding emotion, disregarding other people, disregarding um, the feelings and stuff like that, it has an impact. And again, that's probably not as positive maybe as it could be. So when you do good for others, when you help others, it really helps you impact everything more positively around you. And again, that positivity that you've impacted around others also then comes back to you and like they react positively. So then that reaction just, again, it just feeds off of each other in a loop and just builds it up.
1: Yeah. It's really a, a ripple refe- uh, ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think of like throwing a stone in the water and then the waves, uh, you know, the ring of the waves going outward. And so if you put positive,
0: excuse
1: my dog, (laughs) if you put positive, uh, you know, you throw the stone in the water with something as, as a positive thought or a positive way of behaving or interacting, you're creating that ripple effect that spreads out. And, um, but if you put negative, of course, then you're creating that negative um, circle that spreads outward. So absolutely, definitely. It's, it does, we are connected in that and it, and it creates how others then respond back to us.
0: Yeah. And even though I like, obviously you can make positive decisions from a logical place, but I think it's with the intention behind it of helping others has to be connected to that and part of that. And that's when it's the intention behind the decision and the choice that you make. If that's positive, then it'll have a positive effect. So you still have to bring in that heart-centered feeling, emotional side of things. Right. Even right. if the logical part also makes sense <laughs> and works Right. For you. Right. Um, and then, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's just you you
1: the core part of your decision is that emotional part. And then you look at from the logical side, how do you honor that? I think it, yeah, yeah.
0: Executed.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, and then the third thing that you can do to start leading more with your heart is create relationships. So building connections with people, create deep and meaningful relationships. Um, When you can connect more with people and really get to know them and have those more fulfilling, deeper relationships, that's what creates more fulfilling life. You're going to be a happier person. You're going to be able to be more empathetic, be more understanding. um, And that's going to, again, have you think more from your heart instead of just your head and using the logic side.
1: Yeah, we're, as human beings, we're built for connection with people. Uh, So if we uh, cut ourselves off, uh, that, you know, we might think that we're protecting ourselves. And I know sometimes, you know, we've had difficult relationships where we've been hurt. But if we generalize that to all our relationships where we cut ourselves off to protect ourselves, we're, we're, now not making human connection not really creating those positive connections or not allowing ourselves to and truly that is what uh, a part of our life that um, is really necessary for fulfillment in our life so uh, we really uh, don't thrive when we don't have human connection and and you think about what they say for older people people the older people who continue to have social connection with others, uh, positive, of course, um, tend to live longer and have more fulfilling later life. Whereas if they are more isolated, they tend to wither away a lot sooner and die sooner. So it's it's definitely an
0: important uh, aspect to life, our relationships. Uh, it just reminded me of, uh, not with the old person thing, but just in general, creating relationships. It's kind of a funny, and I feel like this probably is, you know, movie stereotypes are always problematic. <laughs> but um, when there's like that old man or like that man that's really angry and bitter all the time in the movie, and then all of a sudden you find out that he, he finds the love of his life and he gets in a relationship and then his whole demeanor changes and he's happy and he's like all of a sudden nice to everyone. And so, so I think right. again it demonstrates I, I know it's a stereotype and it's you know a little bit exaggerated I'm sure but I think it has a basis in truth where when you do have more <laughs> fulfilling relationships and you are a happier person and then you again that that positive positivity impacts and ripple effects on other people and it impacts more people than you probably expect right uh
1: what comes to mind is what's that movie um I forgot the name of the movie.
0: So, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll move on. So, the next part that we want to talk about is paying attention to your body. So, I know at the beginning, I kind of talked about that gut feeling that you have. So, like I said, your body does know when something is right or wrong. Like, you know, we all have that feeling of like, you get like that sense and you like want to turn around your shoulder and like look behind you because you feel that sensation. Like our body, there's energies that we don't see that are definitely impacting us and our body knows more than our head knows. And so the thing is you just have to start paying attention to it. You actually have to listen to it. You actually have to believe it, I guess. Like you have to just realize that we don't just disregard it.
1: Yeah. There's a,
0: really good book called The Gift of Fear
1: by Gavin De Becker and it talks all about how we have trained ourselves to kind of ignore those those sensations and um, truly to our detriment um, because uh, sometimes we walk into situations where we we discount what we're really sensing and then sometimes that, Gets us into trouble, so so it is that sort of deep, deeper sensation uh, you ha- you get that that can tell you uh, can give you hints as to what you really, what you really need in that moment. What's uh, what direction to go? Uh, when we discount it and we kind of put it on the shelf, and then again, if we just go into that logical and discount it, then we usually after the effect, we really uh, lead us, it leads us astray from
0: what uh, really would be the right thing for us. Yes, and this actually brings up another book. (laughs) Um, It's called Trust by Janla Van Zandt. Um, And she brings up that, again, you have to trust yourself when you have those feelings and emotions come up, because an example she gave in the book was, you know, someone was hiring a contractor. She got this person from like someone suggested her or something like that. And he came and he was like telling her what he was going to do and blah, blah, blah. And had her give him the down payment or like, you know, the first pay up front of whatever amount. And she was saying like what, as he was going through, as she was talking to him, she got this feeling like, I don't really can't trust him. I don't believe him, all this stuff. But of course she was like, well, but he was suggested to me from someone else. I should take their word. Like he's this person I was referred to. I should like, I don't, don't like, don't listen to that. And then of course she never heard from him again. She gave him the money, didn't hear from him again. So again, it's, we need to now realize that yes, those things that were telling us pay attention to them. Don't disregard them. Don't push them aside, start listening to them. And that will lead you more in the right decision. I think sometimes we're afraid of hurting someone's feelings,
1: and I'm not by any means suggesting you know, we hurt people's feelings or we go ahead and do that, but, we, but if we're denying kind of that nagging gut sensation that says something's off here because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings, then what happens is we usually hurt ourselves in some right. way. We get, we get hurt. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh, And then the fifth thing that we want to talk about here was moving past fear. So again, fear comes from, we know, we talked about it already a little bit, but it really comes from our thinking head. It comes from our logical side. It, it doesn't necessarily come from the emotional side of things. It's the fear. And when I say fear, I don't mean like survival instinct fear. I mean, fear of like things that aren't actually truth, like, oh, people are going to laugh at me people are going you know the fear of rejection the fear of judgment those types of things not the fear of for life <laughs> mm-hmm. but um but really building trust in yourself like i said that trust connects us to our desires and then when we trust that things are going to happen for us for the right reasons and we're doing things with within alignment with what we believe and what we feel is the right d- decision that removes the fear yeah we're
1: we're the only i mean um humans are the only ones that can develop fear from our thoughts. So sure, you know, when we're, when we need to survive because we're being chased by a wild animal or some negative situation, uh, it's important for us to honor that fear and to do the things we need to do to survive. But because we uh, our Our bodies respond also to the thoughts in our head, so when we have think of that worst case scenario, our body goes into that same survival mode and that and we have to recognize that yeah, that fear is not for a real reason right now that fear is strictly because you're having a thought about something that isn't happening at this moment um and potentially most probably, and usually that's what it is, most probably won't happen. Mm-hmm. And um, so we don't want that to to guide us. Um, so we, we do want to, uh, again, dig down, find that trust in ourselves. And, um, and sometimes it is, it's a leap of faith, but that's the only way we can actually figure out what we truly uh, desire in our life and what we're truly capable of. Otherwise we can never get there. And we, and then we don't reach that fulfilling
0: uh, part for our life. Exactly. And then the last piece here is living intentionally. So everything you do has a purpose. We don't want to react to life. Like we said, I think, I can't quite remember when you brought it up, but you did say something about reacting to life. Um, and doing things that don't matter and that have no purpose. So I think a lot of times people do that. They, a lot of people are on autopilot. We're going through the motions of our lives. We do the same things every day without thinking about them, without questioning them, just because that's the way we've always done it. But we don't want to be reactive I mean, We don't want to just simply have things happen to us. We don't want to just react to life, but we want to have a purpose behind everything we do, which means living intentionally.
1: Yes, yes, it's not. So, I get, again, I'll bring back the emotional mind, rational mind, and wise mind. So, the emotional mind would be that we tend to be reactive. Uh, right. So, when we, let's say we're angry, we get angry about something and we react by yelling or saying something uh, really hurtful or, you know, maybe breaking something, whatever. Uh, so, that's reactive. That's sort of just this immediate, response to something that um you know because of something that got us upset or in some way and but if we're so rather than be reactive we're aiming for responsive and so responsive means we take we take a seat back we we look at our emotions and what's going on we we recognize them but we also let that kind of thought process um while honoring the emotion, kind of really getting to, you know, paying attention to our gut, what's really going on, and then looking for the best response that will incorporate the best for yourself along with whoever else or the, the situation in general. Uh, you want the best response for everybody, not just yourself, because truly in the end, that's what's going to be the best outcome in the long run. The reactive is really the best outcome in the immediate future, which again, answers the issue right in that moment, but usually creates problems down the line. So we're aiming for responsive. And so when we can live that way, then yes, we are being more intentional about the direction we, we really want to go and, and for that
0: bigger picture, uh, positive outcome. Right, exactly. Awesome. Okay, so I think that's pretty much it for today, unless you had anything else to add. Uh, No, I think that would be it. Awesome. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. Um, We know that leading, again, like kind of leading with your heart is really the way to kind of live a more fulfilling life, to live a happier life. Um, Like we said, obviously, logic has its time and place. Um, but really connecting to your values, understanding that connection, creating those relationships, paying attention to your gut feelings, trusting yourself and living intentionally are going to lead you in the right direction. They are going to lead you on the path to a more fulfilling and happy, purposeful life. So I hope you got something out of this today. Let us know. Um, also, we follow us on Instagram. We're at Psych Coaching. You can also apply again for our one-on-one therapy Coaching that is open. So that is a three-month program to work one-on-one with us. If you are a business owner to help get over your limiting beliefs, help get over imposter syndrome, help you overcome your lack of confidence so that you can grow your business, so that you can create more limitless impact in your, in your life and your business. So if you're interested in that, let us know. Um, and there's, again, like I said, a link for, to apply for that in the show notes. Um, I think that's it. I don't think there's any other announcements that I have. So we will be back with you guys next week.